In today's episode, we are talking about filler games, specifically my top 10 filler games of all time. What's a filler game? Why is it important? Why do we need to have 10 of them ranked above the rest? Let's find out in today's episode of the Bitewing Games Podcast. My name is Nick Murray. Filler games are like the mashed potatoes or the sticky rice of the tabletop games industry. Perhaps most people don't get hyped out of their minds for a single filler game, but everybody notices when they're missing from the gaming meal. If you're trying to get infant gamers to consume new-to-them games and enjoy this hobby, your odds of success are much better if you place a simple filler in front of them rather than a complicated entree. When you don't have the time or stomach space for an entire gaming feast, a filler can make for the perfect satisfying snack. These games are essential to filling in the cracks and crevices of one's board game collection. And so I've set out to determine my top 10 recommendations for filler games. While there are far more than 10 fantastic options to choose from, this list will serve as my most reliable team of fillers for anyone and everyone. As the term filler game has the potential to cover a wide range of possibilities, I've narrowed down my selection criteria to the following. To make this particular top 10 filler game list, the game must be 1. Compact in size and scope 2. Consistently playable in under 30 minutes 3. Fast and easy to teach and 4. Work with a range of player counts This criteria means that loads of two-player only games that are otherwise solid filler games are out of the runnings. This means that killer compact classics that tend to go longer than 30 minutes, such as Arboretum, Condottier, and Stick'em are out. And tragically, this also means that the non-compact, Crokinole, won't be sneaking its way onto another one of my top 10 lists. But worry not, this criteria still leaves us with plenty of good stuff to explore. And explore we shall! In no particular order, my top 10 filler games are the following. First up, Archaeology The New Expedition. A great filler is most commonly a card game, and Archaeology The New Expedition is the first of many such titles on this list. While Sushi Go and Baron Park are designer Phil Walker Harding's most popular creations, I personally prefer the quick turns and push you luck collecting that archaeology provides. Players spend turn digging at sites and trading with the marketplace for the finest of items in hopes of selling lucrative sets to the museum. The problem is that sets take time to build into something massively profitable, and the longer you wait to sell artifacts, the more likely you are to lose them to a thief or a sandstorm. Archaeology The New Expedition hits the spot at any player count from 2 to 5, with any player type from grandma to gamer and doesn't overstay its welcome, making it an easy addition to this list. My next top filler game is The Crew The Quest for Planet 9. We here at Bytewing Games have covered The Crew from front to back and head to toe, which ought to hint at how much we love it. For those of you who already know and love this game, my substitute recommendation is simply the upcoming The Crew Mission Deep Sea. For those of you who are not familiar with this widely acclaimed, cooperative, trick-taking card game, here are two great places to start. You can go to BiteWingGames.com and check out my blog post titled Double Review, Tournament at Avalon, and The Crew, The Quest for Planet 9. You can also go to our Bitewing Games channel on YouTube and check out Kyle's review titled Is The Crew, The Quest for Planet 9 Fun? A Board Game Review. My next top pick for filler games is Drink Coasters. No, 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 it's actually Skull. 
Skull is a pure bluffing game composed entirely of what looks like drink coasters. Each player receives four round cardboard coasters and one square cardboard coaster. The round coasters act as your hand of cards that are played one at a time face down onto your square coaster. Three of these round coasters display roses, but the fourth displays a skull. As players take turns adding one coaster face down to their own stack, during their turn a player can instead declare a challenge. This challenge takes the form of a bid, where the highest bidder must flip that many round coasters, starting with all of their own that they've placed so far, in hopes of not revealing a skull. If they manage to avoid catastrophe, then they flip their square coaster to display and flaunt the fact that they are one more victory away from winning the game. Yet, the other way to win is to be the lone survivor, as players will lose one of their round coasters each time they flip a skull, their own or someone else's. And once you've lost your final coaster, you are out of the game. Skull is both tense and hilarious as players try to outwit each other. The moment I secretly add my own skull to my face-down stack, I've now set up a trap for my opponents. But the best way to spring the trap on them is to make them believe that my stack is safely stocked with only roses. Yet if I raise the challenge bid in an attempt to give off that impression, and nobody else raises my bid, then I'll very quickly have egg on my face when I flip my skull and writhe in my own mess. Moving on to another top filler game, For Sale. Speaking of tense auction games, Skull won't be the first on this list and For Sale won't be the last. For Sale somehow sneaks its way onto nearly every list that I make. So while I apologize to those who have heard me endlessly rant about it, I couldn't leave it off the top 10 filler games list. Are you kidding me? Seriously, I tried to block it out of this list just to get a little more variety into my recommendations, but I'm not a barbaric criminal. So here it is back on my list. If you're hungry for more details and thoughts about this reliable filler game, I suggest you check out any of the following options that strike your fancy. Head over to bitewinggames.com and search for my top 50 games of all time post. You'll find that the number 14 game is in fact for sale. Or you can check out our top 10 family games podcast episode if you haven't listened to that yet. One of those mentioned is for sale. You can also look at the 10 games to enjoy amid a quarantine. Fortunately, that's becoming a less relevant blog post, but it's there and for sale is on it. And finally... Episode 4 of my Tabletop Taste series is called Crunchy Meaningful Decisions, and I talk about how For Sale provides that for me. Moving on to the next recommendation, it is Whale Riders, the board game. It's time to get spicy with a brand new release, which will be near impossible to find once the current stock runs out. Good thing we have the Icy Coast to curb the heat of this recommendation. If you're listening to this episode, then it's likely that you already got an earful of my first impressions of Whale Riders last week. While Whale Riders is the largest game to make its way onto my top 10 fillers list, the box is still deliciously slim, and the gameplay is unbelievably quick. Dr. Kinesia and Grail Games have crammed a beautiful big box board game experience into a simple, rapid, tight race of efficient mercantilism. When I can set up, teach, and play this game in under 30 minutes and have a blast from start to finish, you better believe it's going to end up on this list. Moving on to my next recommendation for top filler games, I have The Mind. The Mind is the second and final cooperative game to end up on this list. While it's not much of a looker, what it lacks in aesthetics, it makes up for in price and novelty. Yet, even after many plays, the novelty of this game of gut feelings hasn't worn off for me. Perhaps because it emphasizes the interaction and unison between myself and my teammates over anything else. And the emotional roller coaster it takes us on is always refreshing. You can check out Kyle's recent three-minute review on our channel at YouTube titled Is the Mind Fun to learn why it might be a hit for your group as well. My next recommendation is the game called Startups. 
While Oink's other top-tier publications feel closer to party games, Startups stands apart as a tight card game of investing in startup companies. The catch is that your investments will only pay off if you have the most cards of that company. Otherwise, you'll be forking over points to that majority owner at the end of the game. It's a refreshingly simple game, yet it has elements of bluffing, risk-taking, and climactic reveals. The fact that it's a big pile of tokens crammed into a tiny box somehow adds to its charm. Next, let's talk about Biblios. Biblios is thematically about building a library, but the star feature here is the two-act play of donations and auctions. During the donation act, players take turns drawing a few cards, selecting one to keep, one to set aside for the auction, and the others to donate to opponents. Once the deck runs out, players use their formed hands to bid on each card in the auction pile. This jockeying for cards is all part of a quest to have the highest sum of cards in a particular category, thereby earning the points, shown on the dice, of that category at the end of the game. But if a person is pummeling everyone else by spending big on blue and red points, then crafty opponents can seek to decrease the value of those colors by bidding on cards that reduce any dice of their choice. By allowing players to be sneaky, clever, and conniving, Biblios remains a solid option even 14 years since its release. My next recommendation for top filler games is Love Letter. Love Letter has been in our collection longer than any other game on this list, and it remains one of the best of its class. Like For Sale, it has received countless mentions across our blog posts and podcast episodes. Now, if you're looking for a strategic competition, then you're likely to be disappointed by the amount of luck within Love Letter. But if you're coming for some bite-sized, lighthearted fun, then you are in the right place. For even more juicy details about Love Letter, check out Kyle's YouTube review titled Is Love Letter Fun? Moving on, let's talk about the game called Parade. I always appreciate a solid, simple card game with a bit of luck and a nice fistful of strategy, and Parade hits that sweet spot for me. The gameplay here feels closest to Arboretum, but it's less cutthroat and agonizing, more light and breezy. Yet there's enough decision space lurking underneath to keep me engaged. This pretty little game features Alice in Wonderland artwork with the characters forming a parade of cards behind the draw pile. The rules are a little wonky to explain, but basically players are trying to avoid taking cards from the parade by adding the right card from their hand to the end of the line. The problem is that you frequently have to take a hit and end up with some point scoring cards in this game where points are bad. Selecting which cards to play when is a unique and engaging challenge. Yet another twist comes in the endgame scoring, where the player with the most cards of a single color gets to convert those cards to one point each, instead of their printed values, which range from 0 to 10. So that's a huge difference. So you end up with something like a game of chicken that quickly unfolds into a desperate struggle to erase one's own points. And because any card from 0 through 10 can be the best card to play, depending on the situation, Parade manages to keep itself fresh and interesting throughout. And there you have it, my top 10 filler games. But... Let me tell you about three more bonus filler games, because if you've made it this far, then I think it's safe to assume that these kinds of filler games are up your alley. And if that's the case, then this segment is an extra special bonus for you. We here at Bywing Games need your help to bring a bundle of three killer filler games to the world. This bundle is known as Reiner Kinesia's Criminal Capers Collection, and it features Soda Smugglers, Puma Fiosi, and Hot Lead. Each of these 20-minute games was handpicked from Dr. Kinesia's fresh batch of brilliance and is being brought to life by our wildly capable friend and illustration partner, Paul Williams, also known as Uinta Alcyon. Speaking of bringing these games to life, right here and now, we have just unveiled the very first concept art for Hot Lead on our website at bywinggames.com. 
If you navigate to the Games tab and click on Hot Lead, your eyes will be treated to an investigator card featuring an elephant detective possessing a tiny gun and a large personality. It's a thing of beauty if I say so myself. Anyway, we've been having a blast playing and testing these as we prepare to publish them for you. But none of these games will reach any tables without the support of Kickstarter backers who share our passion for clever Reiner Kinesia designs, refreshing filler games, and affordably classy productions. Now, we're scheduled to launch this Kickstarter campaign later this summer. But if you want to follow or support this project now, then subscribe to the Bytewing Games newsletter and spread the word to any friends or family who may share your interests. We intend to make a big splash with Reiner Kinesia's Criminal Capers collection. But joining our newsletter will ensure that you don't miss out. Plus, we have even more exciting things in store beyond this collection. Thanks again for your support. My name is Nick Murray, and this is the Bytewing Games Podcast.